Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Friday, 22nd December, 2023. Our bit today comes from 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 8, which says, I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. And you have to block your ears today for all the voices around the world shouting, TGIF, thank God it's Friday, the Friday of Christmas weekend. Yes, friends, it's going to be a marvelous time with celebrations galore. Sadly though, there will be many places that won't have any celebrations because of the serious strife and chaos existing in those places. Too many places, my people. The birth of Jesus ought to be celebrated all over the world with very few, if any, exceptions. But it's certainly not going to be like that this year. For, unfortunately, this year will mark the most places without Christmas celebrations because it's the year outside of the years of the two world wars that we've had the most strife, disaster, and chaos ever in our world. How ghastly! And there's so much unnecessary strife and suffering on the earth at a time when we should all be celebrating the birth of the Prince of Peace. But there's not much of much that most of us can do about it, except celebrate with the modicum of circumspection and pray for those who are experiencing the unfortunate miseries of man's inhumanity to man. And we can pray that the Lord in his awesome wisdom and mercy will soon bring most, if not all, of those inhumane activities to a peaceful end. For he is the only one who has the power and wisdom to mitigate those tragic circumstances. Nonetheless, what a weekend this will be with many people taking today off from work and not having to return until next Wednesday, making it a truly long weekend. But whatever the length of our weekend, please let's remember that it's come about all because of the birth of Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. So let's try and keep that fact uppermost in our minds as we rush around to finish our Christmas shopping and the many other preparations we plan to accomplish before the big day on Monday. <laughs> yes, you might be tired hearing me say that Jesus is the reason for the season, but it's ever so necessary to reinforce that fact because the commercial and ungodly world is fast forgetting it. And so it's up to us faithful believers to keep reminding them of it, or else in another few years, it's totally possible that no one will remember the real reason behind the celebrations of Christmas and consider it just another holiday period. Amen. End of someone. And friends, I'm not only smiling 
But also chuckling. Why you ask? Because we are just talking about prayer. And as I open the good library, it miraculously opened unto the first book of Timothy, where Paul exhorts him to prayer. Now, is that a coincidence or what? It might be, but I prefer to look upon it as a moment of divine guidance. And if that's true, then we've got to engage in that particular scripture. So please read with me Paul's instructions to Timothy on the subject of prayer. He says, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayer, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that's all who are in a prominent position, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all goodness and honesty or reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of truth. For there is one God, and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. Whereunto I am ordained a preacher and an apostle, I speak the truth in Christ and lie not, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity, that's truth. I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. And all of that comes from 1 Timothy 2, 1 to 8. Oh, my fellow saints, those exhortations of Paul are ever so important if we truly desire to live a peaceful and reverent life. We need to pray for all of our leaders from those in the lowest to the highest positions. And the scholars offer some good explanations on the passage. As per a quiet and peaceful life, they say the word quiet means not trouble from without. That is, intercessory prayer enables good government to ensure that its citizens are not troubled by enemies or forces outside its borders. Meanwhile, peaceable means not trouble from within. That is, the church's prayer also aids competent government in maintaining law and order within its own borders. And you know what, friends? If that is truly so, then it's obvious that we have not been praying or not praying enough for our leaders because there's lots of strife and violence both outside and within our borders. And the scholars further explain, the translation, godliness and honesty is unfortunate for the exercise of these virtues is not dependent on good government. They can be cultivated even in poor political management and persecution, and that's the truth. The text should read that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life 
with the utmost reverence and respect. This respect is for governmental authority. Respect can best be realized when rulers are competent and rightly discharging their duties. Otherwise, it is difficult to respect rulers when they are incompetent and unjust. No, is that ever saying something? For there is absolutely no respect for most of our leaders these days, because so many of them are incompetent, unjust, and also corrupt. I don't believe I've ever seen so many incompetent and corrupt leaders as we have today. And sadly, that's an avowed fact all over the world. But you know what? As Brother Paul says, prayer is ever so important, and it's also our biggest privilege, as well as our chief method of communication with our Heavenly Father. So please, let's use it wisely now by going to the throne of grace right now through our Friday chant and laying it all out to the only one who can help us turn things around. As one voice, oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough because our many serious problems are escalating instead of improving. And it's obvious that we can't fix them on our own. So Lord, we are desperately crying out for your help. Oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help, and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat the simmering unrest in our land. We therefore ask you, Lord, to give our leaders the wise guidance to handle these unexpected storms properly. And please help the rest of us to be responsible and to stay safe amidst all the anxiety and confusion of these ungodly times. We fervently pray to Lord that you will use the discontent and dissatisfaction in our land as a means of restoring faith in you. Please return backsliders to your fold. Show them the error of their ways. And also, please introduce a new flock of believers who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we, your faithful believers, set, so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee. Yes, Lord, we need to wake up and smell it sweet and strong, and we need your help to do that. We pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And now, friends, as our prayer implies, if we want divine help, then we first have to set a good example of being faithful believers. It's as simple as that. Much love. And the postscript for today says, three of the most important things in a believer's life are prayer, prayer, and more prayer. Because prayer is basically communicating with our Heavenly Father. And we can never have too much of that. No, friends, we could never have too much of communication with our Heavenly Father. Because that's where we get 
all our energy, our breath, our life from. So please, let's wake up and smell the coffee, you know, get together and live the way we know you're supposed to live, all for Jesus. And we pray that in his strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.